don't think it can happen to you. Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport. An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed. Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted. You don't think it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right, coming up, coming up in this show, it has been a while, I guess I should say that again, it has been a while since I have been with you, um, with my work schedule, I have been tied up a little bit, unfortunately I have not been able to get out there and get some of my podcasts done that I normally do, hopefully this week I can at least get two or three podcasts out this week. Uh, this one, plus maybe two to three more, I'm shooting for that right now. All right, I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. And you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, DistractedDB. And you can get the shows, not only this show, but all my archive shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and TuneIn. Just use the keyword distracted DB. Uh, it has been a wild couple of weeks. I can say that for sure. And I have a grade that I'm going to be giving a little bit later on today. I would have to say the 100 days of summer, we're about in the middle or we're getting close to it. Uh, and I have a grade for that. Uh, how the drivers have been acting over the past couple of weeks, or at least the start to present time in 100 days of summer. And I can honestly tell you, ew, it is not going to be a good grade at all. And of course, there's always lots to talk about. Um, there have been so many incidences since I have seen you last. Um, it is now getting to the point where California is going to be stepping up for a anti-speed campaign. Uh, that, I believe, now is underway. Again, we will get more into that a little bit later on in the show. But I want to start off really with a show that comes out of ABC7 News Bay Area, up there in the San Francisco area. And this, by far, happens to be the most and bizarre story that I have covered in a while. Um, and it, and it kind of, you know, I really sit back and I think about it. 
How did this happen? I watched the video three or four different times on YouTube. And again, ABC7 News Bay Area is the one that provided the sound for it that we're going to air today. It is mystifying on what I saw. It is so bizarre. I don't even know where to begin. I would not even know where to start. But luckily, I do have the sound from ABC7 News Bay Area. And what we're going to do is we're just going to go ahead and kick off with them right now. And I want to thank them for allowing me to use the sound. Tonight, neighbors are sharing details of the harrowing moments a car plummeted off the Sanchez stairs and landed upside down in the intersection at the bottom. Good evening and thanks for joining us. I'm Dion Lim. You're watching ABC7 News at 11. It all happened here in San Francisco on the Sanchez Stairs near 19th Street, not far from Dolores Park and the Castro District. Tonight, police tell us they have been unable to find the people who were in the car. ABC7 News reporter J.R. Stone is following the story and has new details from a man who helped save the people who then ran away. Don't blink, because the people you see here... Is everybody out? ...got out of this upside-down car in San Francisco that had just ramped off this cliff and left minutes before police arrived, minutes after surveillance video showed this. The screeching tires and then they were airborne and then I heard a thud and that was when they were bouncing through the overgrowth and the, hit the trees and then it landed and then it was absolute silence. This is the area where the vehicle ramped off of the hillside. You can see these guardrails right here pulled back as if they were bendable. When I ran up to the car, uh, obviously hear some muffled yelling from inside the car. So I just yanked on the door, like fortunately it wasn't stuck at all. So uh, just opened and people started pouring out. Georgi, who was working on his own car outside, helped five people get out, but quickly noticed things he didn't expect to see or hear. I mean, one phrase that caught, uh, like, do I still remember? It was like, we have three minutes, we need to run. A bunch of stuff came out of the car. Like, I saw, I think, two tasers. And then the cops, in the end, like, when they're cleaning up the scene, they also pulled, like, found a gun. Police will only say they've been unable to locate those who were inside the car, but have not said if they committed any crimes outside of leaving the scene. A man who showed up after the accident told Georgi and many others that he had been carjacked and the car that went off the cliff was his. He said uh, he was driving past here. Uh, they opened his door, uh, got the guy out. He said he got hit by a gun on his head. Still, though, many unanswered questions as to why those in this video ran from the accident scene. It was a miracle that no one was killed because there were people walking down the stairs literally a minute or two before the car flew down the hill. So. We're lucky that nobody got killed. J.R. Stone, ABC7 News. All right, and again, I want to thank ABC7 News Bay Area for that sound. Uh, I'm kind of thinking if the guy was driving a car and they ripped open his doors, hit him in the head with a gun, and they end up driving over a cliff, down some stairs, flipping the car over, and with a good Samaritan trying to help him out, which is great. But those guys were not planning on sticking around and filing a complaint with the police officers. I can tell you that right now. Uh, there's no way that anybody would be staying around for something like that. 
But it baffles me when I watch the video. It was just like the car was in slow motion going over the embankment and down some stairs near a street flipped over on its side. And people were videotaping them getting out of their car. But it was kind of weird in regards to how they kept their backs to the people that were filming. They didn't show anything in the frontal side. So you can't identify the people. That to me seemed very weird and very strange all the way around. Uh, I don't think I would be thinking of something like that if that was me doing something crazy like this. Um, it's just very unique and very surprising. Uh, as of now, I do not know whether or not any arrests were made in this situation, but it kind of develops like it's an ongoing process, at least based on how I hear the story and the checking around I did just before I do the podcast. It is amazing that they haven't found anybody. But then again, they didn't have their, they didn't show any of their front faces or their appearances. They just kept their backside to the videos or to the cameras that people were shooting and they wouldn't let them see any of the frontal side to identify the people, the perpetrators, and boom, they're gone. That's just simple as that. Uh, that's the way it is. All right, when we come back, oh, yes, we have a couple of stories that are some, we got some winners, I got to tell you. How about ABC7 New York? Oh, we're going from East Coast to West, or we're going from West Coast to East, and we're going to come back to the West. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. We'll be back right after this. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think about going for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, kill someone. Hey, there's no way you can hide it. If you drive drunk, they're gonna find you. So stop kidding yourself. Sir, have you been drinking tonight? Sir, have you been drinking this evening? Sir, have you been drinking tonight? They will catch you and arrest you. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, on Facebook, DistractedDB. And you can get not only this show, but all my archive shows. Just go to iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and tune in. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. So, first story came out of the West Coast. Now we're going to jet our way on up to the East Coast. We're going to go to ABC New York. 
and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound on this, but a 16-year-old driver caused multiple car, had a multiple car crash, leaving two dead, two injured. Hmm. I kind of wonder, did the driver have a license? And was the car stolen? I'm going to bank on it probably was. Here is a story from ABC7 New York. We're turn now to that deadly accident in Upper Manhattan, and we're learning new information. Investigators have just revealed that the driver who caused the deadly accident in Washington Heights this morning is just 16 years old and did not have a driver's license. Two of his passengers, just 15 and 16 years old, were killed in that accident, and police believe the Hyundai Elantra that they were driving was stolen. Now, News news reporter Tom Negevin is at the scene with the very latest. Tom. Liz, NYPD investigators have now cleared this scene. They wrapped up their work here about 90 minutes ago. We've learned more about the victims as you related. And here in the neighborhood, a small memorial is growing for them, although some less than sympathetic after seeing that group earlier speeding through this neighborhood. It's over in an instant. The car's narrowly missing three people on the corner, including this man who didn't want to give his name. It was just crazy, man. It was sad. It was basically like, you know, like, like, a, like a bomb. Like, you don't say boom. You don't say the car left there upside down. As you can see from the aftermath, the force of the impact was enormous. The sound woke Miguel Perez out of a sound sleep. Boom. So I wake up in the morning, like around 6.30. I saw the young lady like coming from the under the car. Rescuers had to cut the roof off the stolen Hyundai Elantra to get everyone out. Newscopter 7 over the scene minutes after it happened. Spiro Theologis saw the teens before the crash, racing around the neighborhood. And I saw them run that light through my side view mirror and then they kept running the lights without even slowing down. And all I thought to myself is these kids are gonna kill, get themselves killed or kill someone. Next thing I know, I heard a big crash within maybe eight minutes later. Spiro and a co-worker tried to help until first responders arrived, frustrated that there wasn't much they could do. We we're trying to save them. We we're trying to pull them out of the car. We can only get one out because the other ones were trapped in there. That didn't have to happen. They have to learn to stop stealing these cars, stop going on joy rides. It's not gonna end well. And it did not today, just horrific. Two passengers in critical condition, two passengers killed, 15 and 16 years of age. The driver, 16, no driver's license, driving a car at a high rate of speed that police say they believe was recently stolen. The driver of the car they hit, 53 years old. That's that Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo you saw. He was hurt too, in stable condition this hour at Harlem Hospital. All right, again, I wanna thank ABC 7 New York for the audio. And 16 years old, 16 years old, no license, no, no license, car stolen, joyriding. I don't know if it was his friends that got killed, a 15 and a 16 year old, but you heard it within the report. People were a little bit less sympathetic for the fact that they were joyriding, speeding up and down the road just before the big crash. And when they heard it, it sounded like a bomb going off. Boom. Kind of makes you think. It just makes you think on several different aspects. Now, I have a lot of issues with this story, 
because I need to know what's going to happen. I need to know whether or not the families are going to pay the toll for the death of these two kids, the 15 and the 16-year-old. Somewhere along the way, something has got to be done that will curtail these. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to try to find out exactly what happened and find out whether or not this is something that needs to be followed up anymore. But I kind of hoping, you know, I hate to say it, but I'm kind of hoping that, hey, look, either one or two things, you treat the kid as an adult, or two, the parents may have to spend some time in jail just for the fact that two lives were lost. And remember, when you're behind the wheel, you're driving a weapon. It's not a put in a quarter and everything's okay. We start over again. Those two kids are not coming back. Their families, if they're not related, okay, are suffering. Could that be two different families? One for the 15, one for the 16-year-old? Not to mention the 16-year-old that stole the vehicle. He's going to pay a hefty price. He may have guilt conscience the rest of his life, knowing the fact that he killed his friends. And what about the families of the two injured? Hmm. What's going to happen with them? Are their parents going to be a little bit outraged? Or are they all good friends? Or are they other family members? I don't know that. They didn't really specify that. But it does make you think that something is not going on which needs to be addressed. Will there be some kind of consequences to the 16-year-old or the parents? Somewhere along the way, something's going to have to happen. Because people will think that they can get away with this kind of stuff all the time. Now, what about the uh, injured families? The youth that got injured. Hmm. Makes you think. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. Okay, when we come back, when we come back, California's trying something new, which is really not new. I got that and much more. You're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com. You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, 
a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Honey! Are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, what? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. Uh, we'll, we'll... Let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady yeah, anyway? I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise. Next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. Uh, oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. Uh, babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, this, this isn't happening, is it? Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, DistractedDB. If you want to find out about all my archive shows, then tune in to iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and tune in. And there you can find all my archive shows. Again, uh, we're going to pick up our little traveling kit and head all the way back on over to the West Coast. Here's a story that I got from uh, KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Um, the report talks about the 2022 deadliest seasons. But California is trying to set up a new anti-speeding campaign launched following the most deadliest year for car accidents related with deaths, which would be 2022, last year. Uh, that's just here in California. Now, most people say, as California goes, other states will follow. I kind of thinking back, looking at this, and I did some thinking about it. I really didn't do any research. I just did some thinking about it. I kind of feel that California's tried this before, where we're going to have an anti-speeding campaign before. I might be wrong. But I really think we did, and I'm going to go back and archive, listen to all my archive shows where I dealt with stories about speeding and this and that, and I'm going to find out for sure. Here is a story from KTLA Channel 5 here in Los Angeles, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. Ginger, thank you. Street racing and speeding have resulted in a record number of deadly crashes across California. More than 300 people lost their lives in L.A. last year. Now, a new campaign is being launched in an effort to make our streets safer. 
KTLA's Alina Bovian live in Eagle Rock with more on that. Alina, good morning. Jessica, good morning. Well, this message specifically goes out to young drivers, to new drivers who may not be aware of the consequences regarding their decisions behind the wheel. So take a look right here behind us. On full display is this wrecked BMW. We have the two freeway right here behind us, the 134 freeway in the background, and this total car from a 2020 accident in Bakersfield. This car was racing another car when it hit a Subaru, and the innocent driver of the Subaru ended up dying. Unfortunately, this is the case more often than not. It is the innocent drivers, the innocent bystanders who fall victim to someone else's reckless behavior behind the wheel. Looking at some of the statistics this morning, here in Los Angeles in 2022, pedestrians and cyclists saw a combined total of 178 traffic-related fatalities. 2022 was actually a record year for traffic-related deaths. 309 people lost their lives. And in 2021, 300 people died. Speed is set to be the number one culprit. So this campaign this morning, better slow down than sorry, is a reminder to the public to slow down. Additionally, the California Office of Traffic Safety for the next three weeks will be releasing a slew of PSAs about the dangers of speeding on social media, radio and TV to get the message out. We have to continue to remind people about the dangers of speeding. You know, I mean, we always have younger drivers, new drivers that are entering the roads for the first time that don't understand the consequences. And so we just want people to make this a community-wide effort. It can't just be law enforcement or traffic safety advocates or government officials. It takes them, but it takes all of us talking with our friends and our family and our teen drivers about the dangers of going above the speed limit out there on our roads. And back out here live, you can see we are setting up for a press conference coming up at 10 this morning. We will be hearing from the parent of a young person who died very recently during a street racing crash. That's the very latest. I'm Lena, but I'm reporting live here in Eagle Rock this morning. KTLA 5 News. All right, and again, I want to thank KTLA Channel 5 out here in Los Angeles for allowing me to use the sound. I kind of feel that we did this trick once before, but maybe, maybe now, you know, 391 people in 2022, a big jump, a big spike from the year previous. It just, it just goes without saying. It just really goes without saying. Okay, so as promised, I wanted to let you guys know what I believe is the 100 days of summer. We all know about the 100 days of summer campaign. I kind of feel that we're about halfway or we're almost at halfway of the 100 days of summer. I mean, I see school stuff already starting. To, people are starting to get ready to go back to school, which is going to bring up another problem down the road. But the 100 days of summer, the campaign about the 100 days of summer and slow down and stop texting and driving and, and pay attention there's kids out there on the road. Don't speed. Don't, you know, you know, don't text. It can weigh all that stuff. Click it or tick it, you know, for the for the seat belts, all the laws. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive the whole nine yards. It kind of makes me feel like during this past summer. Kind of goes with a maybe D for a grade. And the reason why I say letter D for grade, 
is because there have been so many incidences and they're going on each and every day. And I hearken back many times, sit down when you get home and watch the news, watch your local news. If there is a broadcast of your local news, whether it be out here in Los Angeles, whether it be KTLA, CBS, NBC, Fox, KCAL 9, uh, and they do not display, and they do not say anything in regards to a car crash, a DUI, hit and run, or any of those things, you know, you can kind of consider that maybe, hey, that's a good day. But until they do, it's going to be a letter D. We're failing, people. We are failing, and we are about to get the letter F. And, of course, if you get F-, minus, it's an everyday occurrence. Don't let us get down to the letter F. Let us get a B or an A. It would be great for an A+. Plus, but I don't see that happening. So, California? Yeah. We're sitting with the letter D. Until next show, please be safe and help us get our grade up. Remember, I don't want to die today, do you? Until next week, be safe.